Welcome to this podcast. I'm recording it on the Feast of St Mary Magdalene. And I want to spend some time just introducing you to Mary Magdalene, the things that we know about her, and just to reflect on her life and what we can learn from her for our lives today. Mary Magdalene appears in three stories in the Gospel. She's part of a small group of female disciples and she was one of them, one of the women who cared for Jesus and provided for his group of friends as they travelled around the country. And we learn that early on she was healed of seven demons. We also know that through this healing she found wholeness and acceptance and therefore stayed with that group. Another time she appears in the Gospels is at the foot of the cross. She stayed with Jesus until the end of his life. She didn't desert him. And the third story is when she's found among the group who went to anoint Jesus' body after he had died on the first Easter morning. And this is where the Gospel story that's given for today starts It's from John 20 and it's verses 1 and 2 and then 11 to 18. It's the story of a grief-stricken group of friends who go to carry out the anointing of the body, the burial rites that they were expected to carry out in those days. And in their pain, it takes them a while to realise what they are witnessing. It's not until Jesus says her name Mary, that she recognises who he is and then responds, Rabboni, which means master. And after this exchange, he tells her to go and tell the others that he is risen. In doing this, she is the first person to meet the risen Lord and she's the first person charged with going to tell others. And so in the church, she becomes known as the Apostle Among Apostles. Her experiences, the charge that Jesus gives her and her actions have so much to challenge us and the church. In the Eastern Church, she's recognised and known as someone who discloses revelations, a spokesperson. And in the West... It's a little bit more confusing how she's remembered. Sometimes she's conflated with other Marys that we find in the Gospel, such as the Mary we find washing Jesus' feet with her hair, and therefore she gains the reputation of being the penitent Mary, but there's no evidence for this. But the story of her first charge from Jesus to go and tell the others that he is risen doesn't end there. She does as Jesus asks, she goes and tells them. But the response from the apostles in three of the Gospels is disbelief. In Luke, he tells us that the apostles believe that what she's telling them is an idle tale. And in Mark, we hear that they would not believe it. And I was reminded the other day 
of the film Jesus of Nazareth, which is directed by Franco Zeffirelli. And there's a very potent scene which captures this interaction between Mary and the apostles. She's run back from the garden to find the apostles locked inside a room, fearful and wondering who's knocking at the door. And they open it to her and she comes in and retells the story of how she's just encountered Jesus in the garden and that he sent her to tell them that he's alive and they're to go on to Galilee. But the apostles in this story are captured questioning each other and questioning her. Do any of you believe? Do you? And they all respond no. Except for Peter, who at the end says, yes, I do believe, because this is what he told us. But in this film, he is the only one, and actually in the Gospels at this point, he is the only one who is willing to take a small step of faith to believe the story she's telling. So why were the apostles so slow to believe? Is it because that time was very much a patriarchal society? Men should be the first to know? This sort of message wouldn't necessarily or shouldn't come from a woman. Or was it that they hadn't moved beyond her past? She had come to Jesus in terrible need, needing healing. Perhaps it was from mental ill health or other illnesses that had entrapped her. Perhaps they hadn't quite moved beyond that and still were thinking about her in that way. And for us too, Mary's encounters raise questions. Are we willing and open to hear the gospel from unexpected people? Mary is a wake-up call to be ready and open to listen to people who we perhaps aren't so open to. God reaches us in unexpected ways. And we were reminded of this again earlier last week in a meeting that we had with Azariah as he talked about his new book, Ghost Ship. His ship is a ghost ship because it's talking about institutional racism and the Church of England. And he questions and challenges us and asks us, who do we listen to? And he told a story in that meeting that back at the end of last year, Archbishop John Centonew announced what he had seen and was sad about in the sense that the church he could now call institutionally racist. But when he said it, Azariah said, not many people heard. And then he told us that uh, not long after the beginning of this year, Archbishop Justin Welby also announced that he could see that the church is institutionally racist. And Azariah says that many people heard him. And so he challenged us in that meeting to ask this question, who do we listen to? Who are we willing to hear? And I think in answering this question, we have to be honest about the barriers we put up. And we have to learn to be open, to think and act on what will help us hear those we don't always want to hear. 
the news of the resurrection brought healing and restoration to many. It's God's work. And God can work beyond all our imagining. God can break down the limitations that we put up. If we seek God, open our hearts and minds to his living presence now, we too, like Mary, can meet the risen Lord and know his healing and his forgiveness in our lives. On this special feast day, let's remember and celebrate this remarkable woman, the one who was first to hear the good news of the resurrection, the apostle amongst apostles. Amen.